0: This is Lexi Thornberry and you're listening to Talk Sexy with Lexi. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Talk Sexy with Lexi. I am so sorry. I went MIA these last couple of weeks and you know what? I'm not even going to give you a reason why. I'm just going to get straight into this episode because I have so many things I need to talk about. Firstly starting off with the Instagram verification badge. Okay. So anyone who's out of the loop, I'm just going to give this a quick rundown. So you know how on like all social media sites, anyone who has the blue badge is like a big deal. Like, oh, they're, I don't know, like, oh, they have a blue tick. Like, whoa, what have they done? They must fucking be special. I don't know. It's kind of stupid and shallow and social media and it's just dumb anyway, but that's how the world works. Sadly, recently, I think it was around a month ago in March or something. Instagram has come out with this new thing called a meta badge verification. Basically, it means anyone can get verified if they just have their license with them so they can prove that they are the actual person who owns their Instagram account. You know what I mean? So something that I didn't know, I found this out like a week ago, you need to pay for the fucking blue tick. You need to pay for these type of blue ticks. So you can still go the old school route and like apply to get the blue tick and you can just get it for free. Like I have have a blue tick, I am not paying for it. Please, if I ever paid for anything like that, feel free to punch me in the fucking face because I just think it's so stupid. But there is another thing coming out now. Meta badge, you need to pay $25 a month to like get this blue tick. And if you stop paying the $25 a month, the blue tick disappears from your account. Now I get guys buying the blue tick. Like, I've heard some guys say that they've bought the blue tick because it will give them a better chance at sliding into girls' DMs and, like, getting noticed and all that stuff. But I'm going to say it right here, right now. If you're a guy and you bought the blue tick purely to slide into girls' DMs, if a woman clicks on your onto your profile and sees that you only have like 2,000 followers and you have a blue tick next to your name, she's going to instantly know you bought it and she's gonna think you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) Cause let's be real, if you're buying, if you're paying Instagram money to get a blue tick, you're a fucking idiot. I I don't care who I'm offending. Now, girls, on the other hand, every second person I follow after this came out has a blue fucking tick. I actually realized this one girl, she she bought it, right? And I'm scrolling through Instagram a few days ago. Suddenly, I'm like, who is this girl? Like, I do not know anyone by the name of this name, blah, blah, blah. I click onto her profile. I'm like, oh, you are fucking kidding. This girl that I used to follow, she... Paid for the blue tick for a month. She must have gotten embarrassed that she paid for it. She obviously hasn't renewed her subscription and the blue tick has disappeared. And in my mind, I'm thinking she's too embarrassed to like post stuff on social media and have heaps of people DM her and be like, hey, Why is your blue tick missing? It's only been a month. Like, what the fuck, did you buy it? So she's literally changed her whole username to try to escape the questioning. And you know, I I don't blame her. I would probably do the same thing, but I just thought that was funny. Okay, next. I went to Sydney this past weekend and something so strange kept happening to me. Please write in and tell me if this has happened to you because I, it actually made me sad. It made me like emotional and like a bit pissed off really. So I of course went to like a few events when I was in Sydney. Like I went to a concert, I went to lunches with different people. But I noticed whenever I went to these events, when I went to these lunches, whatever it was, Anyone who came to introduce themselves to our group, they introduced themselves to every single person in the group, except for me, every single time without fail. And... I started to feel like really shit. Like, oh, okay, all these men, it was only men by the way. If there was a woman introducing herself, she'd be like, oh, hi, hi, acknowledge me, whatever. But with men, they ignored me like I wasn't even in the fucking room. There was this one thing in particular. It was all guys in our group and then just me. He shook the first guy's hand. He went to the next guy, introduced himself, shook his hand skipped me, didn't even look at me, skipped me, went to the next guy, introduced himself, shook his hand. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are these guys just like seeing me on my boyfriend's arm and thinking, oh, she's just a little like blonde accessory. Like, like oh, I'm not going to acknowledge her as a human. Cause what the fuck? And I like told this to my boyfriend. I was like, hey, have you noticed that every event we've gone to every single time a man comes over to like say hello or introduce himself? He doesn't even acknowledge that I'm a human standing there and doesn't like shake my hand, doesn't tell me his name. I'm literally like fully fucking ignored. And my boyfriend like didn't really notice this until after I told him it was happening and then he noticed it and he was like, whoa, what the fuck? And yeah, it just got me thinking like, hey, if you're a man and you go into a room and like there is a woman there and you're introducing yourself to every single person in that room introduce yourself to her otherwise she's just going to think you're a fucking tool because every time it happened to me I was like you're kind of fucking asshole I'm not some dumb fucking bimbo who like can't speak or like have a conversation with other people that's how I thought they were treating me and I want to know what the fuck's up with that like I need I need a guy to come on this podcast and tell me why that's a thing guys do, you know? And I, like, when I did bring it up to my boyfriend, I was like, why is that a thing that guys have been doing to me this trip? It's making me feel like a little accessory. It's making me feel like I'm not, Important, like I'm not a human, like I'm not equal, you know? And my boyfriend was like, you know, the only thing I can think of is men don't want to introduce themselves to you while you're with me in case they come across as like hitting on you or sleazy or whatever. And I was like... <sighs> It still, it still, like, didn't justify what they did. I was like, yeah, okay, that still doesn't really fucking make sense. Like, a guy can introduce himself to me and I'm not going to automatically think, oh, my God, what a fucking creep, unless he, like, tries to touch my tits or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think it's stupid. And men, women aren't going to think you're sleazy. But if you don't say hello to them, they're just going to feel like shit. So just don't do it. All right. So that was my therapy session for the week. I'm feeling great after that talk. Um, but fuck that pissed me off. I'm going to get into questions because I actually got some really awesome questions sent to me and I am excited to read them out. Okay. The first one, Hey Lexi, I recently just got out of a very serious long-term relationship with a guy who I thought I was going to marry. I was heartbroken when it happened, but I recently just started going on dates again, trying to move on, but every single date I've gone on has been a disaster. For example, the last date I was on, the guy kept looking at other women and telling me how hot and beautiful he thought they were, but not once throughout the night did he tell me I was beautiful or he found me attractive.' I thought it was super disrespectful and he was already trying to fuck with my head and play mind games right off the bat. It scares me about the future and going back into the dating world because I have definitely not missed assholes like this. Do you have any advice or encouragement to keep me going? (laughs) Oh, sister, I have so much fucking advice. Like, I feel you 100%. Up until recently, actually, up until, like, the boyfriend I have right now, I've always been single. Like, I've never thought of myself to be a relationship-type gal, you know? (laughs) I just wasn't that fascinated to, like, find the love of my life or, like, have a boyfriend because... You know, I, I just all, had always heard so many horror stories of having a boyfriend and it, I was like, yeah, I can, I'm, I'm good, thanks. I am fine. I don't need that fucking drama in my life. But look at me now. It's, it's, it's not as bad as I thought it was. It's actually pretty fucking good. But um, going back to your question, I actually have been on multiple dates where the guy I was on a date with has told me straight out that he thought other women in passing were hot or attractive. I remember one time in particular, um, a guy like picks me up from my house to like, we're going to go to a party or something. I don't remember. And he met my best friend. And for the next five minutes of our drive, he was going on and on and on about how hot and how sexy he thought my friend was. And I was immediately so turned off. I was like, gross, dude. Like you can say other girls are hot because I don't know you that well, but to like try to get in my head and make me feel insecure and only compliment my best friend and not me, that's like not gonna work for me. I'm not gonna fall for that shit. And I didn't go on another date. I know when you're single and you're like, In the dating world, it's really hard to not be discouraged and disheartened by going on shitty dates like that because, like, I remember too, I would, like, go out with this one guy for a few weeks and the red flags were just growing so out of control to the point where I like couldn't ignore them or look past them anymore it feels like you're wasting so much time like oh shit I just wasted like another month on this guy and it's not gonna go anywhere but you need to have that like savvy way of dating. Like you're not just going to stick with a guy just because you're like, oh, if I get rid of him now, that's kind of like three months down the drain. You can't have that mentality when you're dating unless you want to end up with like a fucking no good loser who treats you kind of shit, which will resort into a breakup anyway, but will like drag on for two extra years than it needs to. When you're dating As soon as you find your red flags, you fucking bounce, okay? You should never stress about how much time you're putting into it. It is better to leave when you start seeing the red flags rather than waste more time. So see it like that. You get your good dates, you get your bad dates. Just hold out for a good man. And when you find him, fucking snatch him up and keep him. Oh, okay. This question has made me think of a fucked up dating story from when I was single. So a bit of a backstory. I met this guy. We started going on dates. We're going on dates for like three-ish weeks, maybe. And one night, randomly, throughout the three whole weeks, we were going on dates he was like hey do you want to like get drinks or dinner or something with me tonight and I was like yeah cool and he's like I'm gonna bring a friend you bring one too I'm not sure I'm not sure if I've fucking told this story or not Anyway, he's like, I'm gonna bring a friend, you bring one too. I was like, okay, cool. I bought one of my girlfriends because I of course thought that he was gonna bring one of his guy friends. It'd be like a double date sort of situation. I didn't really know what was going on. So we end up going to this rooftop bar. Me and my friend get there before him and his friend. And we're like, ooh, okay, random, awkward. Um, Why isn't he here yet? I text him and he's like, oh, hey, I'm just finishing up dinner with my friend. And I was like, that's weird. I thought like the whole point of this night was like, we're literally going on a double date. We're gonna get dinner at the date. So I was like, oh, okay. It it must just be drinks tonight then, all right. 20 minutes roll by and the guy I was supposedly going on this date with walks through the fucking doors with a girl, a hot girl, may I add? A blonde, tanned, hot girl pretty much just looks like me. (laughs) No, literally just like blonde and fake tanned. Like may I add, I worked with all of these people. All right. So I had worked with this girl in the past and I knew her and I was like, Okay, what what is she doing here? Like, you guys are friends? Awesome. Weird. Okay. Anyway, they find us. They come sit down at the table. And it's just us three girls and him. It was kind of fucking awkward. And I was confused because I thought he was going to walk through the door with a man. And I was like, should we get around to drinks? My friend tells me her order. I'm going to go get that for her. And then old mate, who I'm supposed to be on a fucking date with, asked the girl that he like bought to this rooftop bar what drink she wanted. And he didn't ask me or my friend. So immediately the red flags go off. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, Is this guy literally bringing his date to our date? I'm so confused. Anyway, me and my friend are like, we're going to get to the fucking bottom of this. My friend goes to the bathroom with this girl. And the girl pretty much tells my friend that like they went out for dinner, they were on a legitimate date and then he bought her to our date. Like exactly what I was thinking. Anyway, as the night goes by, I think this chick sort of gets the gist that me and him have gone on a few dates and she starts getting like overprotective. Like she makes it her mission for the night to sit next to him and and put her hand on his thigh like every single time we sat down and I was like, what the actual fuck is this? And I was telling my friends like, hey, I wanna go. This is like really fucked up. She made me stay out because she was like planning on meeting up with a guy that night. So I just I just stayed on this miserable fucking date. Next thing I know, we're at a nightclub, all four of us, really fucking awkward. And my date starts making out with his date. And you know what I do? I call a fucking cab And I just leave. I'm like, bye, like to my friend. She was still asking me if I could fucking stay with her because she wanted to meet up with a guy. And I was like, no, I am leaving. I should have left immediately as soon as the fucking date started. I started walking away and this dude had the audacity to chase me down the street I was like ignoring him too. I was like, no, there's like nothing you can say. You're just like a massive tool. He stops me. He like gets to me. He grabs me by the shoulders, spins me around, and I of course thought, oh, okay, he's gonna apologize. He's he's obviously taken this whole mind game too far. Like he was trying to make me jealous. He knows he's gone way too far. He's crossed a line. Okay. I thought he was going to start apologizing. He turns around and says, hey, where's my hug at? I almost threw up in my fucking mouth even repeating that just then. (gasps) Let's have a moment of silence for how, for how fucking dumb this dude is. Honestly, he hugs me. My arms are straight Beside my body, I am not giving this motherfucker an ounce of affection. I don't even say anything and I just turn around and I walk into my cab and I drive away. Instantly blocked, blocked, blocked on everything. So that's an example of one of the dates I went on in my single stage and it was kind of fucked up and it sucked. And yeah, okay, next Hey Lexi, me and my boyfriend are trying to add more spice into our relationship. I'm scared he's getting bored. So one night I decided to pull out the anal card (laughs) and let him put it in my butt. Oh, holy shit. Ever since then, he's been asking me nonstop if we can do it again. But the only question I have is, does anal Ever get any better. It kind of hurts and I feel like it's only good for him. I don't want to stop doing it because I love how much he wants me. But I also want to make it feel good for myself. Much love. And then she wrote her name. Okay. <laughs> I love how this um woman just wrote in automatically assuming that I've done anal. Like, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> My piece of advice on this one is going from wanting to spice up your sex life to just automatically pulling out the anal card is a very big leap. You know, it's like one to a hundred real fucking quick. And it's kind of terrifying, but I admire you for that. (laughs) You know, if you're wanting to add more spice into a relationship, watch, like just watch some porn, learn some new sex moves. He'll think you're cheating on him. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, watch some porn, learn some new sex moves, try it on him. He'll be like, "Whoa!" And then you can like recycle those sex moves for at least like two months, and you'll be great. You'll be great. Initiating sex is a big one. I know lots of girls like don't initiate sex, and they wait for their boyfriends to initiate sex for a whole. Fucking list of reasons, but if you want to spice up your relationship, just initiate sex and like be in some lingerie when they come home. Like that's hot as fuck. You don't need to do the kinkiest shit ever to spice up your relationship and mix it up. You know what I mean? A little goes a long way. As for the whole anal part of this question, to my listeners who are thinking about doing anal, please, 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 please do not make it a spontaneous thing you're going to do. You know, anal should never be spontaneous. It needs to be fucking planned. If it's not planned in your partner's head, you need to plan it in your own head when you're going to like drop it on him that you're going to do anal, all right? You need to do anal prep if you're going to do anal. By that, I mean 24 hours beforehand or... 48 24 hours beforehand I don't know the time range you need to eat a lot of fiber okay you can't be eating processed shit it needs to be all healthy all fiber don't eat anything that makes you gassy (laughs) and I also think you don't eat for a few hours leading up to anal as well because like we all know, I don't need to say it, but anal can get messy. And if your butt is not clean when you do it, let's just say some, some shit is gonna come out, all right? No pun intended. <laughs> also before anal, does anyone know what a douche is? Yeah, of course. It's like this little thing, you can fill it up with water and then you can like stick it up your butt and sort of like clean your the inside of your butt with water and like push it out, that's another way to ensure that like nothing is going to get on him, on your sheets. I think my piece of advice for this girl who wants to do anal, like if you are not using a whole bottle of fucking lube to just make everything slippery and easy to get in and out, I'm terrified for you. It needs to be so wet, so slippery. Don't just use spit. We're it's anal, it's another step up. This is like some professional shit. You are not using just spit. You need to go buy a bottle of lube. But if you're not really into anal, I think that's normal because there's literally no G-spot in our asses. If you want anal to feel good for yourself, I would not rely just on anal itself. To make you start enjoying it more. Because like I said. There is no G spot in girls asses. Unlike guys who have like a prostate. And feels really good for them. It's not going to get feel good for us. Like there's, there's no nerves in there. That is going to make it feel good for us. That's why when you're doing anal. You need to be stimulating yourself. If you know what I mean. And then that will essentially make anal feel better for you. I would, if I was you, invest in some like vibrating machines, if you know what I mean, (laughs) just to like stimulate your area well. So when he's, you know, going in and out, you're not in horrible pain because you'll be focused on another thing and stimulating your places that feel good. And that's how anal will start to feel better. Okay, next one. Hey, Lexi, I love the podcast. Oh, wow, thank you so much. (laughs) I have a super urgent question. My friends with benefits birthday is coming up and I'm not sure if I should get him a present or not. We've been getting along really well lately and sometimes he stays over at my house and we cuddle. So I'm starting to think that maybe he could see us becoming something more. I just want... (laughs) I just don't want his birthday to come around and I'm empty-handed because maybe that will send him the message that I don't care about him either. either sorry. Help, what should I do? Okay, bitch, I'm going to give it to you really straight. But let me tell you now. It is men repellent. Never, ever, ever, ever get a man in your life a gift unless you are in a Fucking full-blown relationship. You are not getting hookups presents. You are not getting friends with benefits presents. Even if you're like in that little stage where you're about to start dating, but it's not official yet, you're not getting them a fucking present, okay? So I don't I don't know what it is, but like for every one of my friends and me, myself included, who have bought a man a gift when we are not dating fully. It like makes them scared shitless and it makes them run the other fucking way. And I don't know anything that will end your fucking friends with benefits quicker than getting a man a gift. Let me ask you this question. If you are so inclined to give this man a gift, if you think you are on that level, Please answer me this. For his birthday, I'm going to guess he's going to go out clubbing, okay? He's going to do something involving alcohol, drinking, going out, partying, okay? Let me ask you this. Has he invited you to any of his birthday plans? No? He hasn't? Oh my God, what? He hasn't invited you to the pub crawl with all of his fucking guy friends (gasps) he hasn't oh my god well let me tell you why it's because you're not exclusive and he is looking for other girls to bang it is as simple as that (laughs) um i'm just generalizing here but usually a friends with benefits means non-exclusive so please don't act surprised when i come on here and tell you hey Yeah, it's it's not exclusive. You're right. Like friends with benefits, not exclusive. Instead, if you want to get him a gift and you think you're on that level, how about you just put on some lingerie and like do something like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Just surprise him. That can be his fucking gift. That can be his birthday present. If you are that inclined to get him a gift, that can be his gift because you're friends with benefits. All right. That's what you do. You, you just sleep with each other, all right? Surprise him. Do something spicy. Mix it up. That will be your gift. He'll love it. But an actual gift, you're not fucking doing it. By the way, can I just say, if you think your friends with benefits is liking you just because, like, they are starting to have a conversation with you after you guys have sex in the middle of the day... <laughs> It does not not mean he likes you, okay? He, He doesn't fucking like you. I know so many people who have made up stories in their heads, like love stories in their heads, trying to prove that a man likes them. If a guy likes you, you'll fucking know. You will not be confused about it because he'll just tell you, hey, I like you, let's date. Oh, okay, this is a funny one. Next question. Um... I just got into a relationship with this guy and he's bringing me to his family home for the weekend to meet his whole entire family. I am so shy when it comes to these things and I have no idea how to act, let alone get them to like me. How should I act? Should I do or say anything in particular? I'm just super nervous and I really want them to like me. Any advice would be so helpful. First impressions is like a big fucking thing, okay? You don't want to come across as like... (sighs) It sounds like I'm shitting on girls here, but like just just let me do it please. I swear I'm not trying to cause harm. But you know how some girls' first impressions are like there's the girl that like sees a dog or any type of fucking animal and she just starts crying. Like oh my god. Oh, that dog is so cute. <laughs> and they start crying because they just can't handle the dog's cuteness I used to have a friend like that why do you think she's not my friend anymore fuck that shit (laughs) no I just hate that like you you can you can play with a cute dog without fucking falling to the ground gasping for air crying okay I could go on but I'm gonna stop there um I've actually experienced like the whole like meeting the guy you're dating's fucking family or friend group or whatever. And something that has like pissed me off in these types of situations over the years is that one fucking family, you go and meet this guy's family and it, They act like you need to like impress these shit out of them. They act like you need to prove to them why you're worthy of dating their fucking son. Why you're worthy of being treated kindly by the family, you know? Like they kind of interrogate you and make you feel really uncomfortable and like an outsider. And my opinion has changed over this through the years, but... The way I view this now is, if you meet your boyfriend's family and they're kind of assholes, and they're acting like they are superior to you, fuck them. But like. Why lose sleep over trying to impress someone who is going out of their way to be overly judgmental and critical of you, you know? Like, at the end of the day, you can only be yourself and be nice and, like, pleasant. Just don't be fucking rude. And if his family members are still sort of treating you like an outsider and interrogating you and not being very nice then why would you lose sleep over trying to impress them? Like, you're not at a fucking job interview. You're all a bunch of adults in the same room. And I just think these types of people, uh, it's like a waste to try to impress them because they'll always think they're fucking better than you and they'll always treat you like shit. And I think that is a reflection on them and their personality. Like, why does an adult get to decide, hey, I'm gonna make this person feel really uncomfortable and make them feel like shit compared to me, just because they're dating my family member. Like take it from me, I have gone out of my way to like try to impress like friends, friend groups or family members. And it's just not worth it. Like just be nice, just be yourself. Don't like put on a front. And yeah, that's all I can say on that. Okay, so that's that's all I have today. Hope you guys like this episode. I'll be back next week for more. Make sure you follow my talk sexy with Lexi Instagram account. Send me in any funny stories or questions that you have so I can answer them again. Also, follow my main Lexi Thornberry. You can also send your questions and stories into me on that account as well i hope you guys have an awesome fucking weekend and um don't make bad decisions okay (laughs) bye